Shalom Aleichem to everybody. We had our grand seum in Ateres Yaakov. We had today was the grand seum. The grand seum in Ateres Yaakov is a lot shorter than it was in Ner Yaakov. I don't know if you guys remember, but some of the time, some of the years that you guys were talking, it would go on for hours and hours and hours. We do the whole thing in like two and a half hours. We get every single guy to speak about how the year was. And we had a beautiful... Uh, Suda Mitzvah, and there were guys that made Siyumim, and guys spoke, many things guys just really spoke about what the yeshiva is all about, and it was very, very um, uh, rewarding to hear all the wonderful things they say about uh, the Ravayim and about what the yeshiva does for them. Very, very special place. Really, I have to tell you, very, very special place, and I'm very happy that I'm able to be a part of it. And last night, we had a Siyum of, of one of the boys who recently got married this year, and he made a Siyum uh, Sanhedrin, which he learned together with his Chavrusa, all the way from, they started right in the beginning of Corona, and they completed it uh, this week. Tonight, I happen to have the Siyum uh, of the Daf Hayomi Masechta Yuma, for those of you who are following the Daf, so we're, we're all completing Masechta Yuma, we're about to start Masechta Sukkah, we already started Masechta Sukkah last night. So a lot of siyumim, a lot of good things, a lot of nice things that are happening. We have to be very, very thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On one hand, you know, a lot of nice things, a lot of beautiful things, a lot of nachas, a lot of rukhmis, a lot of spiritual things. That's in, 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 in my little circle. And I'm sure that throughout the world, many, many people are going through a lot of wonderful things as well. S similar things, hopefully similar things. This morning I was in shul, I dived in the Nere Shefer, and uh, a man got an aliyah, and he made a mishabarach, a young, younger man, he got an aliyah, and he made a mishabarach for his wife, that gave birth to a baby boy, and they made a mishabarach, everyone gave mazel tov, everyone was, you know, a little song, a little singing, and I had a bris early this week, ah, there's simchas, the nice things that are going on, but I have to tell you, with all the nice things that are going on, and, we, and those are the things that we have to hold on to, we recognize that these are not simple times. Uh, these are difficult times. Just the scene which I saw yesterday, I'm sure many of you might have seen it in the surf side, is still very much in, 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 our, in our minds and in our hearts. You know, the scene that the picture that I saw was the picture of Zaka and the Israeli forces in Surfside, together with the regular Hatzalah members, and they're holding on top of the pile, holding up a lot of svarim that they found. Svarim that were buried underneath the rubble. And it just, you know, just the, the scene is like a horrific scene to see that this is, at this point, they're not talking about a rescue mission, they're really talking about a recovery mission. And there's so many people who are buried underneath that condominium that collapsed. And we recognize that this, it's an ace tzarehi a very big tzara to, to yet. To the, to, the, to the children of Yaakov Avinu. And it's, it's just a reminder of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, the story that I, I'll say over in a second, but just a reminder of really HaKadosh Baruch Hu is really, the Midas Hadin is so strong. It's very, very, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for all of us. You know, we've gone through so much. Corona. Now we have in Israel a new uptick in the Delta variant. But we know that we've gone through so much through this past year and a half. And we thought that we're over it. We hope we're over it. And everyone's opening and closing. We don't know really what's going on. And then we have, we have tragedies, which we've mentioned so many 
times, I don't want to belabor the point. On the other hand, we can't lose sight that every single one of these tragedies are people today that are suffering, that are going through the the missing and the loss of such loved ones. So we can't just like, you know, block our eyes out of it and say, oh, as long as it didn't happen to my little family and my little Dalai it's we're all in it together. So we have to feel the suffering, we have to feel the pain, we have to feel the sorrow. And at the same time, we have to go on with our lives. Can't stop everything that's going on, but we can't lose sight of the fact that Coach Bork was involved of here. So Rev Biederman, uh, someone sent out this recording, Rev Biederman said over this tremendous story about a Yid, um, Reb Zev Braverman, Reb Zelik, Reb Zelik Braverman, one of the tzaddik of Yishalayim. Yishalayim, if I'm not mistaken, he was a Karolina. I think he was a Karolina Chosid. And he had his, his particular chesed that he did. In his days, it's going back many, many years ago, he would buy literally, I don't know how many, but let's talk about a thousand chalas which he would give out to poor people in Yushalayim. and give out, each person got two chalas for Shabbos. And he would deliver to their doors. And a person did deliver to the doors. Some people come to the house and they would get it. Chalas for Shabbos. What a great chesed. People get a fresh chalas, two chalas. The big of Aldik. And uh, one day, a Yid came to him on Leil Shabbos, already after Shabbos had already begun. He was already sitting down by his meal. And he knocks on the door and he says, and he was like a very poor, despondent, honey, like really down and out guy. And he said, uh, he said, Ibzelik, um, you know, get me a chalas. Give me two chalas. So Ibzelik says, the chalas are all gone. I gave them all out. They don't have any left. So he said to him, and again, in a loud voice, get me a chalas. Give me two chalas. Ibzelik said, he repeated again the same mantra. There's no chalas left. So the Yid, who I guess was very down and despondent, slapped Reb Zellig across the face twice. Gave him two pitch, two pitch. So Reb Zellig didn't even flinch. He didn't say, oh, how do you do that? He went quickly over to the table. He took his two chalas and he gave it to him. He said, ah, Chab and I forgot that I have two chalas. And he gave him his own chalas. And the man left, the man left two chalas. Now, so the family members were saying, you know, like, you know, Tati, you know, what kind of business? A man slaps you. He didn't come earlier. Okay. He came after, the chalas are already gone. It's like a normal thing. Your people run out of chalas. And now he gives you a slap in the face, two slaps. And uh, you give him chalas. He's like a chayte nisker. Does a sin, then he gets, and he gets a, and he gets a reward. So Reb Zellig said to his family members, listen, this Yid, what does he have? He's so despondent, he doesn't make even parnosa. He has to go and beg and beg and beg the whole week in order to get a couple, a couple of pounds, liras in those days, shekels. And he doesn't, he doesn't have anything. And if it comes there, Reb Shabbos, the only thing that he has is a shtickle. He has two chalas by the table. It gives him a little bit of hanor. And now, if he wouldn't have those two chalas, his whole being would be destroyed. He says, me, he says, I have the family. Baruch Hashem, we're not so destitute. We have food. I, we don't have lechem mishta. We have two matzahs. I have two matzahs from Pesach left over. Two matzahs left over. We can make lechem mishta. 
And he said, therefore, you have to give him the chalas. And then the children said they heard him going into a room and they heard him talking to himself. And he said, Reb Zelig, what's with you? You needed two patch? You needed two patch in order for you to remember that you had two chalas on the table? Like, what were you thinking? Why did you wait for the guy to give you two patch? The two patch, you needed two patch in order to remind us. But that's somehow, sometimes what happens. We need, we need reminders. We need patch in order to get reminders. So Reb Biederman said, Let's let's look at our situation. The Rebbeinu is giving us patch after patch after patch. He's patching us, and for some reason we don't get it. We just don't get it. Because Baruch is patching and he's patching and he's patching. It's a, it's a loving father, but a loving father who's patching because he wants us to, to to make ourselves better. So we're getting a lot of patch, and it's hard because people don't like patch. We don't like it. We like to live a very very nice even keeled life. And patch is not something that we're used to getting. But we have to, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is patching us so much, you know, I, I don't even have words to describe. I have a, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, who's some of the people that are underneath that building are his relatives. I just wrote him yesterday. I said, there's no words for me to tell you, to, to even to give you any sort of sort of message or comfort. There's no words to describe the pain and suffering that family members are having right now as they're waiting to get some sort of clarity. The only way you can describe that collapse in Surfside, which is similar, is, you know, it's the, I think people have made this description, they call it the 9-11 of the Jewish world. It's not only the Jewish world, but we know that Akash Baruch was really talking to us. It's 9-11. Kodesh Baruch brought down these major buildings in Manhattan in September 2001, 9-11, we all remember that. I know some of you might have been in Ner Yaakov at the point. I don't remember if you were in Ner Yaakov or not. And um, and this is this is our 9-11. A whole building going down the Surfside with families and Yidden and, and Chashvi Yidden and, 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 and not Jew, non-Jews. Each person is a, is a Tzalem Elakim. Because Baruch was talking to us very, very big time. And it's, it's happening right around this time where uh, we have to have an association with uh, what's coming up. Shabbos is going to be Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, of the nine days are starting. It's very interesting that the nine days are starting on Shabbos, which is an interesting combination that we don't have that full effect of the of the Avelis because we have Shabbos, we're not Ms. Abel on Shabbos, but there's something going on over here next Matzah Shabbos, and if we're not Zorichet HaMashiach to come, is going to be Tishabov. We're going to go right from Shabbos into Tishabov. Very, again, interesting uh, correlation that Akadosh Baruch is telling us. And what does Akadosh Baruch want from us these days? Well, we know uh, all the swarm bring down that Kolrod fell, he sigua bein hamitzarim. The days of constraint, the days of mitzarim, the days of tzar, the three weeks and then the nine days, and then Tishabov are days which, on one hand, they look like we're separated from Hashem, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings destruction. And the other hand, called Roid Feha, anyone that's Roidev Ka, that's what the, the Svarim bring down. If you're Roidev HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you search for God, you search for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hisigua, you can reach it, Bein HaMetzorim, during these days of Bein HaMetzorim. Bein HaMetzorim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, maybe this year, I don't know, maybe this year that we'll be able to 
to do something, to create something, each person in his own way, to have a connection which will um, somehow bring him closer to HaKadosh Baruch I have to tell you that today in the Siyum, you know, we had in the yeshiva, it's very interesting. There was, a, there, was, there was a guy that comes in, he learns every day in the yeshiva. And uh, it's such a fantastic story. Young guy, when I say young, you know, compared to me, you know, I'm old, you know. It's maybe to you guys, maybe he's not so, maybe he's not so young. Yeah, but maybe some of you is young. And he's 37 years, I didn't realize he was 37 years old. I thought he was a lot younger. And he said over the story about how he got to the yeshiva. He's a, he's a guy who's working. He's a regular, cool, normal guy. He's working. He doesn't wear a black hat. Doesn't wear, and he learns every day with another married fellow who's a, learned in the yeshiva as a Talmud and continues to learn. And this fellow is his name is 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 Nathan Liba. Last name is Liba. Nathan Nathan Liba. He was originally born in Canada. But they live here in Arizona for many many years. And his job is he's married and he's the barber. He's one of the barbers in 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 Ramat Beit one day, this other, his chavrusa, now his chavrusa, his wife came to give his, her son a haircut by him. And she says to her, she says to the barber, he says, you know, I want to give him a haircut and this and that. She says, he says to her, you know, well, you know, why didn't your husband come? He said, my husband's working. Said, but I, I wish that my husband had a chavrusa. He doesn't learn with anybody. So Natan Liba said to him, he doesn't have a chavrusa. I'll learn with him. <laughs> I'll learn with him. Now, you have to realize, Natan Liba does not look like a yeshiva guy. He's a real barber, and he wears all kinds of cool clothes. And Natan Liba and this uh, other Talmud, Yitzchak, his name is, they've been learning for the last year in the yeshiva every single day. And he says, it all came about because my wife was the one that asked somebody, would you mind learning with, with, my, with my, hus my husband? To me, that's like a great, great thing that, you know, like we can somehow just be all together. And that's what we want. we want. We want to be all together. We want to be all together. But how do we get to be all together? And what's maybe some things that, besides the achdis that we have to try to create for ourselves, but what's an element of some item which I think we all have to um, try our best maybe to amplify a little bit during these days. I know myself, I've been trying to have kavana when I dab in the on the brachas of Es Tzemach, David, And I try to re reflect upon these words. And the Karno Torum Bishu And we try to get a connection to the Karen of David. And we speak about Binyan Yerushalayim. I want to see the Beis Amigdash being built. I saw that the Redomsker, the Tver Shleimah, the Redomsker Rebbe says in this week's Parsha, a tremendous insight, Negea to to our feeling about how we should look at the Eretz Yisrael and the Beis HaMikdash. And I think this relates to many, many things, but you know, there's no question when, you know, we're living here in Eretz Yisrael, most of you are living in, in, in Chutz Laretz, but there's this tremendous connection to Eretz Yisrael, but it's hard, it's hard to actualize it. Hard to actualize it. So on one hand, we have to mourn the Beis HaMikdash, and we've been doing that for the last 2,000 years. And, and the question is, what do we do in order to rebuild the base of English and to bring the Shekhinah back to its original glory? So the Redomska says that there's a Pusik in this week's parasha. The Pusik says, Speaking about the different uh, portions that were given to each Shevet, each Shevet got a certain portion. Can you flip your portion? Can you take your portion and you give it to a different 
a different shavit. So the Pusik says, no, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to switch up. The portion that you got, that's your portion. Zvulun got his portion. Yistachar got his portion. God got his portion. Asher got his portion. You can't flip it. You have to, whatever HaKadosh Baruch gave out, that's your lot. That's what you have to take. And the Radomsky says, he remarks upon this. He says, each one was a, a tribe of HaKadosh Baruch from the Shiftei Each one was Kaddish. So what's the difference if I get this portion? Why can't I flip my spot? Why can't I take a spot in Tel Aviv? I like the Yam, and I was stuck someplace in the, in the um, I don't know, in, near Yerushalayim. I want to be near the sea, or the sea wants to be next to Yerushalayim. Why can't you switch? So the answer is, each person has to recognize we all have our place of Kedusha that belongs to us. And listen to this. He says, the Torah says, your Kedusha is your Kedusha. And each person, each one of us is getting, each one of us gets what we're supposed to get. Some of us are supposed to be Balabatim, some are supposed to be Rabbanim, some are supposed to be professionals. But listen to what he says like this. He says, if we see that we can't be machlif, my makam of Kedusha, how much more so when we see Eretz Yisrael today, He's speaking about this maybe 200 years ago. I want to try to bring it out to today as well. That because of our Averis, the land is governed by the Ishmaelim, by the Arabs. And they took it over. Like the Pasuk says, Bo goyim The enemies, the Goyim, they took over the land. They were Metama the Heichel. They turned it into, into a desolate place. And we have to we have to cry out, uh, We don't want to. Be, we want to return. And I was thinking about it in the context. I don't know if you know a little bit. If you follow a little what's going on in Israel with the new government, and I'm not here to bash the government for the sake of bashing the government, but it just pain, it's so, so painful. You know, the, yesterday the 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 new minister of the treasury, who's not religious and is very anti-religious. I don't even want to say his name. Okay, but he made it. He made a, He said that they're making a, a law that children that would be going to daycare. So he, the new law is going to be that that's only if both parents are working. But if only one parent is working, the other person, the other parent is learning in Kolel, they don't get the subsidies from the government, which is going to cause a lot of hardship for a lot of Kolel couples. And really, what are we talking? We're talking about people who are not necessarily living in the highest standard anyway. And now they're going to have to pay out money in order to get their kids into daycare. They have to pay for private daycare. And this is something that's been a norm for many for all many years. It's just a little sign of some of the differences and the, and, and, and the, the, the difficulties that we're having here in Eretz Yisrael. So, and what's happening? What's happening is that we're, the, the Arab are now part of the government. And again, the, the Arabs, they're the ones that are making decisions about if this government is going to remain or not going to remain. Can we not have, have a feeling of pain that Yushalayim is bereft and that we need to come back to Eretz Yisrael? If a person has what's called the Hishtoikikus, if a person really wants Eretz Yisrael, this is what the Radomsky really wants to, I want to get to this point. Do we really want to have an end to 2,000 years of Golis. Do we really want it? 
Are we really looking at the situation and saying, hey, what's the world look like as a world without Mashiach? Let's take a look at the world. What do we have today? Everything is, 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 is upside down. From, from Corona to disasters, to the West Coast in, 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 in the United States and Canada, people dying by the hundreds. To a to a to a a world which is which is literally, you know, the, without getting into all the different you know uh, issues. The Reb, my Rebison says she went to a shir last night, and a certain very chassid Rebison, and she said something which was against what's considered the norms in society today, and she spoke about um, um, LBGT and everything else, which today it's like a catchphrase. It's an amazing thing in Hungary. They passed a law now, just yesterday, they passed a law. The whole world is going crazy about it. That the prime minister of Hungary is not Jewish, but he made a decree that in the school system, you're not allowed to teach same-sex marriage philosophy. Within the, you don't teach little children same-sex marriage philosophy. They go to university, yeah, you can talk about a university, but that you're educating the young children from the time they're young that they should have this concept in their brains? No. And the world is going crazy about it. No, it's against every single level of, of Western civilization today. And if we take a look, we say, this is against everything <laughs> which we understand what the Torah Ashkof is all about. We need Goyim to tell it to us. It just shows us that we're so far removed from what Yushalayim and what Kedusha is all about. And what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want from us? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us that just like we're not allowed to switch our nachala, because each nachala is specifically geared for your particular venue to make yourself into a better person, to make yourself more holy. So how much more so will we see a world and there's no question that the door that really wants to change, we want to have a chuka. I want to have the, I want the guna. I want the akrasayamim. I want this end. I want it to end. So the mafteach of Gula is our bakasha and our tefillahs. We really want to get to this point. We have to be like the children of Yosef. Yosef were the ones that they really appreciated Eretz Yisrael. And this is, I think, such an important lesson. We're living in a time period where everything is topsy-turvy, everything's upside down, but we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that there's an emiss in the world. And I have to tell you, you know, today is the yard site of the great, great tzaddik, the great Gadol, who we were zayichet to have a great shaykhus with, Rav Yosef Shalom El Yashiv, Zaychet Tzaddik Levracha. His yard site, his ninth yard site is today. And I know thousands of people went to the caver. I myself wasn't zayichet to go to the caver today. I was so busy, and it was very, very hot today, and I made a decision, more important, the midst of Talmud Torah and everything else that I can do. But we did say till and after davening and mincha and the yeshiva today, and we know Rav Yashiv, his head was on straight. He knew what the Emes was. So just some, some, some mices about him. You know, he had a connection to Ner Yaakov all the way going back. I mentioned the story in my book. Uh, the first year of Ner Yaakov, I, had, uh, I was in Avelis. And uh, I used to daven for the Amid, if you guys remember. I used to daven for the Amid. I remember Yom Naray. And the first year I wanted to daven for the Amid because that was an oval. And we were diving together with another minion. They said, the halacha is an halacha is not to daven. So Shacharis, I didn't daven. 
And the Baal Shachar said, Davin, I have to tell you, he just didn't have a good voice. And I saw the guys that had come to Ner Yaakov the first year. I said, they're not going to make it back the next day. You know, it was hard enough to get them down <laughs> for Davening. You guys remember that? The first day of Rosh Hashanah, getting guys downstairs wasn't an easy thing. I said, the second day for sure, they're not going to come back. The Balmusif was excellent. The Balmusif was Gavaldic. So I went to Rav Yashiv right after Davening Musif, and I told him that I'm a novel, and the Rav at the Shul said that I can't Daven, but I told him my Cheshman, and Rav Yashiv then passed him, he said, ah, Rosh Hashanah, the Kishayla, very interesting, and he laughed, and he said, for sure you can Daven. If you feel that you can uh, exhilarate and you can bring up the level of concentration for the Talmudim, you'll have to Daven for the Yomid. That's considered like a case where you're allowed to, and he passed him, it was good. Rav Yashiv was such an ish emes. Rav Yashiv, with his tremendous, tremendous insight, because all based upon the Torah, and he was an ish Yushalayim. I would take him to the Kaisel, Erev Yom Kippur. He would dive him by the Kaisel. He had a tremendous relationship with the Kaisel. He used to say, you don't have to go to Maron. We have the Kaisel. Rabbi said, we have the Kaisel. We have the Kaisel. We want to keep the Kaisel. Just recently, the uh, last Matzah Shabbos, the Rebbe and I went to the Kaisal to Daven. We were very thankful. We should not take it for granted that we have the Kaisal. And I know every year it comes, I think that NCSY has the camp and they come on Tishabov and they sing together and it's very, very beautiful. And we hope and we pray that we're going to Daven that this year as well, there's going to be... Uh, it's going to be the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash. Uvnei Yushalayim, Ir HaKadosh, Meherav Yameinu. So Rabbi said, what's the message? The message is, is that wherever we are, we should daven that HaKadosh Baruch should take, take us out of this Goddess. We don't want to be in the state of where there's no Mashiach. We want to be in a state where there is a Mashiach. We want to be in a state that we can have the Beis Hamigdash Hashlishi built. In order to do that, one of the Eitzes is to daven to HaKadosh Baruch to implore him, HaKadosh Baruch we want to get rid of the Tzaras. We need to be connected to you. And we know that we're far away, but even though we're far away, we are still your people, we're still your nation. And I have to tell you, there's no other nation like Ain. In the end of the day, there's no one like us. Great, great things that we're doing and will continue to do. I want to give everybody a bracha, it should be a menachem of, we should have menucha, all of the avelim, to all of those families who are going through sorrows and sorrows. And the biggest eitzah will be that the Rebbein it'll be remove all of the tears from Kla Yisrael with the building of the Beis HaMikdash, HaKadosh Baruch should give us that Kayach, we should be Zaychem Yitzhashem. Ubenei Yushalayim HaKadosh Meherami Yameinu. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.